This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, Christina. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. The podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laughs share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. That foxy little voice you hear is my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina Curry. And that little ginger panda, (laughs) Sarah Alipin, my co-host of Laughing with Gingers. Get ready to laugh. Uh, Today's episode is all about uh, red animals. Is that what you brought? Yeah. um, Yeah. In a a way, I did. (laughs) You want to know what I brought? Yeah. I'm super curious. I brought fox things. Oh, no wonder you said foxy lady. (laughs) 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 I'm going to like – uh, drop what I brought when it's my turn as a surprise. All right. Well, um, I brought several things. So I brought um, how to identify if a fox is a male or female. And then I brought the names of the four main types of behaviors that you may encounter with foxes. And um, I'm going to tell you what they are and then have you guess what it is, <laughs> what the name of it is. I'm gonna, so okay. I'm going to tell you the name and then I'm going to have you guess what the behavior is. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Ooh, I like that. Um, so yeah, it should be fun. So unlike ginger cats who are mainly male, right? Mm-hmm. Foxes can be either male or female. <laughs> Ginger foxes. That that is how red foxes work. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's only cats that are male dominant in the ginger category. It's so strange. Or wait, is it opposite? Is it the females? No, dominant? it's majority are males of ginger cats. Yeah. Throwback to our episode on when we did Ginger Animals. Season four, episode two? Episode one and two? That's a great memory. But I highly recommend it because it's fascinating. I think it's called Who Let the Ginger Cat Out of the Bag. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So let's start with. Do you know what the names of male versus female foxes are? I I don't. Really? I feel Is like you're going to recognize I, I feel like you're going to recognize the the female. Um the male I was like, "Oh yeah, I totally like never would have remembered that in a million years." Um Oh my gosh. So the males are called dog foxes. What? Weird. Which is funny. And then the females are called vixens. Ooh, what? <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool. I literally did not know that. Really? Yeah, did not know that. Oh my vixen. gosh. Yeah, I almost called you a vixen when we were starting. And then I was like, don't say it because then she'll know. <laughs> Yeah, I might have – yeah, right. I'm not that great. I'm not that good. Um, I wonder what came first, like the fox 
female fox being called a vixen or the word vixen being associated with, you know, that human trait? I'm guessing it comes from foxes. Yeah, that is so interesting. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, dog foxes and vixens are hard to tell apart. (laughs) Um, Though dogs are usually about one-fifth heavier, um, they're also broader and they have slightly domed heads. Um, I don't really recommend getting close enough to tell the dome or non-dome of a fox's head, Um, you know, unless you're maybe visiting a wildlife refuge or something and it's behind glass in some capacity. (laughs) (laughs) They're so cute foxes. They are. They're so that they, you know, they're, they're wild animals. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Not to be trusted. (laughs) Yes. Um, and get ready for this because, you know, you, you, there's going to be a quiz on this later, Christina. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So really like lean in, pay attention here. Yeah. You may (laughs) want to take some notes. Um, During winter, when foxes mate, the male's testes are visibly (laughs) protrude between his hind legs. (laughs) But then they regress and they're hard to see in the summer. Oh my God. I feel like that's opposite for human balls. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, we're we're doing a lot of um very very uh gender parts, sex parts <laughs> here. Genitals? Genitals, thank you. Um <laughs> Could not think of the scientific word, and that was what I was going for. Okay. When lactating. Oh, my God. The, the vixen's eight teats are obvious. Eight. Wow. It's, it's kind of like they suddenly get naked in the winter. And then they, like, put their clothes back on in the summer. It feels very opposite. But um, her belly fur turns brick red. Um, It's normally white or gray. And in late winter, the vixen digs out several potential breeding earths. Um, In rural areas, these will be in banks, at woodland edges, or in piles of sticks or dry stone walls. In urban areas, they're usually um, like under sheds or buildings. So Mm -hmm. our foxes this year, I talked about them on the last episode we did, who let the ginger cat out of the bag. They are nesting underneath the house's front porch that's three doors down. Um, and they just really enjoy standing in front of my house and screaming, um, which is called bleeding, by the way. Bleating. Bleating. Yes. When they scream? Yeah. What? That's so weird. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to know about their mating habits? Sure. (laughs) More genitalia. (laughs) On January and February nights, you may be woken up by blood-curdling screams, a sign that the male fox mating or uh, boop, 
a sign that the fox mating season, because they mate at the same time, not males only at one point of the year, is here again. The shrieking is usually vixens in heat. They're only receptive for 20 days. But you should also listen for the hup, 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 triple barks from dog foxes. Um, They are vocal year-round, but they are much more vocal during that time of the year. Um, And the calls seem to travel farther in the night in the cold winter air. Um, They've been waking me up at 4 in the morning and 7 in the morning, and it is currently May, late May. So I'm going to go ahead and say they're still loud all year. Yeah, get your shit together, dog foxes. I mean, and vixens. Everybody. Vixens, Just like bring it down a couple notches. Are they nocturnal? Like are they sleeping during the day? Yeah, but like we saw them run – backward uh or behind in the alley behind the house um Mm. this morning at like i don't know nine what time do we get up in this house nine (laughs) 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 um we're we live on west coast time christina and i get up Mm -hmm. at the same time (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah accurate And we'll just like occasionally see the male sitting back there like grooming himself, just hanging out. And I guess they never sleep. <laughs> yeah. I it, It's not a good sign when they're out during the day. It's like a raccoon where you kind of are like, when they're out during the day. What are you day. doing, buddy? Yeah. Like, are you rabid? Is that why you're out right now? Oh, God. I've seen rabid videos of foxes. It's sad. I know. Rabid anything is sad. Um, it is. It, I saw a video of a rabid human. It was real depressing. Yeah. By the time you – well, we shouldn't go into all the no. depressing knowledge of no. rabies. <laughs> I know. I went in a deep dive after I saw that video. I was like, what? Humans get rabies? What does that mean? And don't do it. It's not good. It's not a good route. No. No, it's not. Um and they do. That's why we get vaccine- vaccinated and we don't touch wild animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't go and yep. suck testes and teats. <laughs> no. Stay far away. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, okay. Uh, what do you have for me? Okay. So you know how I go back in history a lot of times? I went – way, way back, like 120, 140 million years ago. I asked the question, were there ginger dinosaurs? Oh (laughs) my God. I love it. Spoiler alert, there were. (laughs) That's amazing. I know, right? Okay. All right. I'm, I'll dive into – I've got – I brought you three. One is very, very shocking and surprising that no one would ever guess that this particular dinosaur was a ginger. But let me lay one on you. So his name is – here we go. I'm going to pronounce it. It's not going to be good. We're going to – it's going to be a rough, a rough ride here, you guys. So buckle up, buckle up, buckle up. Sinosauroteryx, <laughs> pretty close, I think, to being accurate. 
It was a very spiky little dinosaur. So a team of scientists from China and the UK have revealed that the bristles of this 125 million year old dinosaur were in fact ginger colored feathers, which is so cute. <laughs> so it's a, it's a carnivore and he has sort of like a, a mohawk all the way from, or she, they, has a mohawk of feathers that run from the bridge of its nose all the think of like what were those dinosaurs in um Jurassic Park that like gang up on you what are those called the raptors yeah so think of a raptor it sort of looks like that right or like a tiny tiny miniature version of T-Rex but like littler so anyway, from the bridge of its nose all the way across its back and, and a little up its tail, it has a really long tail, is feathers that are, and it's all orange, it's all ginger, and then the tail is like white and orange stripes, sort of like a cat, like a, like a ginger cat. It's actually the size of a turkey, oh. and it, I know, it's so cute. Is it bulbous it too? Like no, it's not bulb. It, it looks just like muscular, okay. like strong, actually. And it mainly ate like lizards and like tinier prey. <laughs> um, it looks like it'd be fast, you know, and like be able to like catch a lizard. Um, and it actually, this particular finding of this dinosaur gives more weight to a very like well-supported theory that modern birds evolved from the theropods version of dinosaurs, which is a group of like smaller carnivore dinosaurs. And this dinosaur happens to be a part of that whole like genre or whatever. And I found this even more interesting. The findings also help to resolve a longstanding debate about the evolution and origin and function of feathers. So this particular professor said that we now know feathers actually didn't originate as a flight structure. Like it wasn't actually because these dinosaurs or animals needed to fly. It was more, it's more suggesting that it evolved for insulation and camouflage purposes. Interesting. So, I know, right? It was, I was really fascinated by that. Wow, that's crazy. I know. I know. All right. I went way back there. You did. Right, you I wanna... love it. <laughs> I have more, but I'll, I'll save it. If you want to like hit me with some, I don't know, I have to guess the behavior based on the name? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an easy one to start. All right. Well, easy is relative. <laughs> <laughs> the behavior is called fighting. <laughs> okay, so when two male two dog foxes get together and they start rumbling. <laughs> that actually is like that was specific and pretty on the nose. Um oh nice. In mating season, you may see rival males chase each other, make open mouth threat displays. And rear up to fight. At other times, scuffles tend to involve cubs, which is from May to July, or fully grown young and um, and adults, which is from September to November. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if humans fought that way with their mouths open? And 
that's all I could picture when you said that. <laughs> yeah, just wide open. And then being like, come at me, brah, and then open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like even weirder because like at least foxes have a snout for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> – the wider your mouth, the more strong you are. <laughs> oh, my God. My mouth is giant. <laughs> You're so strong, Sarah. <laughs> and so threatening. <laughs> I am super threatening. I I know. <laughs> I am just a fiery vixen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Are you ready for – I only have four. Just heads okay. up. Uh, but I'll give you Got one it. more, and then I'll let you give me something, and we'll then we'll take a little breaky break break. Um, Sounds perfect. All right. Behavior number two is called mm-hmm. shadowing. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna say that that is when the baby cubs don't know what's what life is about yet, and so they have to like follow mama around and figure it out. Oh. Is that not right? It is not, but that it's that's a good guess. Oh, thank you. I like I like <laughs> that. I feel like that would also be accurate, but um it's a mating thing. Um oh. <laughs> and it's a little creepy creepy, actually. Um so oh. when you think about it in terms of people, it's super creepy, which is I mean, in terms of wildlife, they're just being wildlife. <laughs> yeah. Um so males trail receptive females to ensure they don't miss their partner's brief window of peak re- receptivity, which only lasts 72 hours. That's crazy. So they just like follow her around. Oh my God. They're little stalkers. Is, yeah, they really are. Creepy. <laughs> I mean, it's totally a stalker move if it's a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm going to follow you around till you're ovulating. <laughs> and I'm going to jump on you. Not cool, dude. <laughs> and naming and shadowing even makes it sound like creepier because it's like, yeah. you know, you imagine them like skulking between shadows. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so weird. So weird. Okay. What do you have for me? All right. Um. Okay. So this particular dinosaur is built like a tank. It's covered in armor and it weighs about the same as a caravan, whatever that weighs, I don't know. (laughs) But this beefy dinosaur was still at risk of being eaten by predators. So it's called a nodosaur, N-O-D-O-saur. And it's thought to have lived about 110 million years ago. And the giant herbivore, so we only eat plants, is believed to be a type of like a heavily armored dinosaur, sort of like, you know, a modern day armadillo. And it would have reached up to about 18 feet in length. So it had this like dense armor all the way down its back that kind of looks like a pineapple. And then there's these like dense angular horns. And then also like all over its neck and its shoulder, it had extremely long horns. So even the face had armor. So, you know, biologically speaking, this dinosaur was meant to protect itself with 
armor like it it got eaten basically so it it built up this armor but they found a specimen where they were able to pull off like what its um skin tone looked like and it's actually they discovered it was ginger all the way on the top of it so all the armor was ginger and that was meant to be um like oh yeah the compounds that they found in it were carbon nitrogen and sulfur and that's something that we typically know as a pigment as the red melanin Hmm. and what's even weirder is its belly wasn't even red so that gave the scientists even more like oh it needed that as like camouflage and because the belly goes like along the bottom of you know the ground it didn't really need it on the belly which is so crazy um anyway so yeah he it also sometimes would alternate between like red and white patterns and um that could suggest too that it you know not only evolved to have armor on itself but also needed to be protected from things eating it (laughs) that's so interesting too yeah yeah it's like a cute little spiky thing but it's scary if you saw it in real life. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Unless you kicked it, Christina. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could do it. <laughs> I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> it sounds like you're describing there's that like um it starts with a P and it it's like similar to it an armadillo, but it's like um it's oh. found in Asia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally know what you mean. I can't think of the name, but that's what it looks like except for way more spiky everywhere. Oh, interesting. Okay. And red. Okay, because those are like gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. What are they called? We'll have to look it up on our break. Okay. (laughs) Also, by the way, you need to come back because I have like one of the most famous dinosaurs actually might be – a ginger. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and on that note, we will be right back on Laughing with Gingers. And we are back on Laughing with Gingers. I, of course, am your co-host today, Sarah Alipin, and I am joined by Christina Curry, the foxy little redhead over in California. <laughs> um, okay, it's a palaquin, Sarah calls it. <laughs> Although I I said I guessed it on break, so nobody could yeah, hear she, that. Mm-hmm. She guessed it right when we went to break, and we googled and checked up on her. We fact checked it. I can't believe that was right. I really am shocked. Nailed it. I'm shocked. All right, do you want to give me your two things, and then I'll, I'm going to end it with the most famous dinosaur in history. All right, actually, be a redhead. Ah, <laughs> I love it. I'm excited. Um, okay. Nuzzling. Nuzzling is okay. I keep going back to like the baby foxes, but I feel like it's a baby fox cuddling with its mama. (laughs) It's pre baby fox. (laughs) Oh my God, mating. Why didn't I say that? (laughs) As the female's ovulation date nears, (laughs) the male may nuzzle or groom her. He mm. often also lifts his tail in excitement. <laughs> That's so sweet. 
I know all he's looking for is sex, but it's still really sweet. I know. I know. I should have had peeing on everything on this too. They mark everywhere. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. The behavior is coupling. Do they mate for life? (laughs) I think they do actually. Really? I think they're monogamous, yeah. but um, but mating, <laughs> mating. That's my guess. Mating. <laughs> it's like ninety percent of what they do, apparently. <laughs> After the male's initial approach, uh, approaches are rebuffed, mating takes place several times. It can be hasty, or the pair may lock for half an hour or more. Whoa, got some longevity in them. So weird thing that I have that I know. Um, so this is a thing that happens to foxes and I or to wolves, and I think that this is actually what's not being said here too. Um, I'm curious. I didn't look it up yet. We need producer Liz, dang it. But um so uh wolves, like after they have sex, after they mate, let's yeah, you know. It's a little different, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after they mate, they actually get stuck together. Um, like Wolves they can't do? pull apart. Yeah, for like a period of time. Um, like why? How? Like the penis swells up? Yeah, like it gets like hooked in. Um, Ooh, that's so weird. So like they're very territorial and there's like a very specific pecking order. Um, not to use a different <laughs> – I didn't even think of it. I was (laughs) – I just thought of birds. (laughs) Get your mind in the gutter. (laughs) The water's gross and warm. Uh, (laughs) Um, (laughs) So like occasionally a younger male will sneak off with a female that he's not supposed to be mating with and then they they can end up getting caught and like attacked by the other wolves because of it so i'm curious if that's like part of what's being said here but not being said so i feel like mm. i should look it up mhm interesting the question for another mm. day yeah, I would not want to be caught with another wolf's lady. Or foxes. That would be scary. Or foxes. They've got big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll open their mouth to show you. <laughs> oh, my God. I just picture humans outside of a bar with their mouths open. <laughs> it's worse if you hide your front teeth when you do it. <laughs> Or both your teeth, both the top and the bottom. <laughs> I'm going to gum you to death. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay, wow. Um, where did we go? Okay, here's the big reveal. Drum roll. Uh, it's the T-Rex. What? And he might have been a ginger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. Hang on. Buckle in. Buckle in, kids. But. Okay, latest research. Hang on to your butts. (laughs) Hang on to your butts. (laughs) Hang on to your ginger butts. (laughs) Uh, The latest research shows that the popular culture might have gotten it wrong 
with the legendary T-Rex dinosaur. So in a BBC Two documentary, which I kind of want to watch, not going to lie, The Real T-Rex with Chris Pakman. Oh, that's what the documentary is called is The Real T-Rex. So experts claim that the latest research shows Tyrannosaurus Rex had orange markings around his eyes which goes down the bridge of his nose and sort of kind of heads to the back of his head. And that he actually had black feathers on the back of his head and up the back of his back. Honestly, this picture of him makes him so adorable and gosh darn cute that it's like, he doesn't look scary. He just, he looks like, um, you know, animals where they only have patches of fur around parts of them. That's what he looks like. Cause he's all like not furry with feathers, except for like a mohawk and a little <laughs> patch on his back. Like an old man who has like a bunch of, you know, hair on the back of it, the top of his back. You know what I mean? That you see at the beach on holiday. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Oh my God. Now like I'm not threatening. Now I'm picturing the T-Rex in a Speedo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I should Photoshop a Speedo on him. Also, they said his roar was barely audible, which I can't even formulate that visual in my brain because I am a huge Jurassic Park fan. Me too. And that roar was so scary. Huh. But anyway – yeah. Oh, also, um, paleontologists believe that the dinosaur may have been freckled after the same structures that pr- produce the melanin, the biological pigments that creates freckles in a tan, were actually found on a fossilized skin of a T-Rex. He had red hair and freckles. <laughs> Um, but in the documentary, Chris Pakman wants everyone to know that T-Rex still can like be a threat. Like don't let the red hair and freckles <laughs> and puffs of black feathers fool you. Cause he can still crack bones and tear pieces away from body parts and actually swallow them whole. So just like still as adorable and non-threatening, especially <laughs> with those little tiny arms, uh, he still can like actually hurt you so like you know approach with caution (laughs) he's so cute i have to share this photo i'm gonna i'm gonna have to it's just it's gonna it's gonna happen it's gonna go down that way oh my god i love it wow yeah Yeah. that was fun that was quite the trip down um down ginger animal lane yeah Yeah, that was. I had so much fun. I love talking about animals. <laughs> I think it's great. And yeah, hey, thanks everyone for joining us on Laughing with Gingers today. Yes, uh, the podcast where we um, talk about red animals and then my red animal alarm goes off in the background at the end. I know. <laughs> the mail is Follow here. Us on in- <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers, and I'll post uh, the redheaded T Rex. <laughs> and um, you can also send us funny stories and all kinds of episode ideas, whatever you've got for us on Instagram, too. Whoop, whoop.
and get access to premium content, including ad-free episodes, swag, special events, access to us, and more starting at just $3. So check us out at patreon.com slash laughingwithgingers. And you could swing over to our website to get some merch. And maybe we should think about doing a redheaded Tyrannosaurus Rex in the future. Oh, my God. He's adorable. We should. With all the freckles and the Speedo. <laughs> um, that's re- Tune in to <laughs> Laughing with Gingers next week for some more good times. Bye. Bye.